When we read, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. What is that telling us? The Lord is the word. It is telling us the word is our shepherd. My shepherd, I shall not want. The word is my shepherd. The word given me by God. That word that comes down to each of us from heaven right now in this period of time. That word that is brought into our mind by the Holy Spirit. The word is Jesus. Jesus from the beginning was the word and he is the word now and forever will be the word. John chapter 1 verse 1 through 4. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, by the Word, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of man. When God created the heavens and earth, God said, let there be light, and there was light. It was created by what? How did light come about? It came about by the word from God. All things are created by the word from God. Jesus is the word. The Lord is the word. If we love the scriptures, we love Jesus. If we delight in the scriptures, we delight in Jesus. You cannot love Jesus without loving the scriptures because he is the word. I know so many people that say they love Jesus, but they don't obey the scriptures. They don't love Jesus. If we love him, we keep his commandments. If we love the scriptures, we love Jesus. Here are two scriptures that I saw very early after the time I was born again. Psalm chapter 1, verse 1 through 3. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, the scriptures. And in his law doth he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. It's not easy to get a tree to fall down if it is planted by the rivers of water, if its root system is drinking from that river of water. When we are meditating in the word of God day and night, it's not easy to blow us down because we are anchored to that word of God. And we will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 says the same thing. This book of the law, the scriptures, 
shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Each of us who belong to God have the Spirit of God in us to remind us of Scripture and things of God. When that Scripture comes to our mind, when we're reminded of a Scripture, we need to stop whatever it is we're doing and write that Scripture down, if at all possible, so we can think on that Scripture, not letting it slip away from us. Because God is giving each of us a special message from God through the scripture that he brings to each of our minds. We collect those scriptures, look at them day and night, and do them. And we will be like that tree that's planted by the river of waters. And it says, Then thou shalt make thy way prosperous when you meditate in these scriptures to do them. And then you will have good success as you live on this earth. We, as children of God, have God living in us through his Spirit. And we go forth holding out that word of God. Paul says, in a dark and crooked nation, we are lights showing the salvation of the word to this world. As we go forth among people, as the Holy Spirit brings to our mind a scripture, we need to share that scripture with those people, with those friends, with those neighbors, with the family, our natural family. For they live in a darkness of the world, and we are as lights of this world, showing the salvation of the word to this world. That's in Philippians chapter 2. Examples of things that we would share in this world. Again, we share as the Holy Spirit reminds us of these scriptures. These are simply examples of things that we would normally share with the people of the world. Matthew 5.32, Jesus says, But I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery, and whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. Jesus is saying, if you divorce a faithful wife, she will go out and remarry and commit adultery, but you will be the cause of her adultery. And he's saying to the man who would marry a divorced woman, if you marry a divorced woman, you commit adultery. So if we are among people of the world and they are talking about some woman that they're dating that is divorced, wouldn't we be reminded of this scripture and wouldn't we share it with them? My cousin was at my house and she had with her her husband and her two adult-aged children. One of the boys was dating a divorced woman. They told me about this. And I said to him, According to the Bible, if you marry a divorced woman, you commit adultery. I didn't care if they're born again or if they're not born again. 
That's what the Bible says. It was brought to my attention by the Holy Spirit, so I shared it. He did marry the divorced woman. They were married a few months, maybe a year, and then they divorced. Romans 1, verses 24-29. Recently, a woman visited our house, and I was wearing um, some tennis armbands because I've had both wrists broken, and sometimes they get a little bit weak when I'm typing, and sometimes I'll wear those armbands. These happened to be bright colored striped ones, and I thought they were real pretty. And I said to her, and she teaches tennis, you know what these are? And she said, tennis armbands. And does that show that you support homosexuals and lesbians? And I was said, no, I don't think so. I was so shocked when she said it. That's all I said to her. A couple of days later, I wrote her a letter where I shared many scriptures. And one of the scriptures I shared was in Romans chapter 1. If you start reading at verse 24, it says, Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the Creator who is blessed forever. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. And I told her in my letter, no, I do not support homosexuals or lesbians because God is against them. We can tell this by the word of God in the Bible. I haven't heard from her since then or seen her since then. Now that is fine. We hold forth the light of the word of God when the door is open. See, she opened the door for me to share this with her. She wanted to know if I supported homosexuals and lesbians. And that's what she asked me. I was so shocked, all I could say is, no, I don't think so. But then I elaborated upon it two days later by sending her these scriptures. We, as light, hold forth light in the darkness of this world by giving them the word of life. If they choose to believe that word of life, they are saved, born again. If they do not believe it, they will avoid us who are light because light and darkness do not coexist. That's all right. Let them go. If the unbeliever depart, let him depart. If you allow the unbeliever to stay around you by holding back the word of truth, 
He will be a thorn in your side and a prick in your eye and will vex you continually with his conversation. So therefore, what we do is as the Holy Spirit reminds us of a scripture, as the subject comes up in our conversation, share that scripture. I don't think it's wise to make out a list of things you're going to share with another person. I think you need to depend on the Holy Spirit to open the door in the conversation for you to share what God wants you to share. I I always do that. I usually pray before I'm going to be with an unbeliever or another person. I usually pray that I not speak anything except what God wants me to speak. And then as the conversation develops, I don't have a bone. It's not that I have a bone to pick with them. As the conversation develops, I have a good heart. And the Holy Spirit will open doors. And when that door is opened on that subject, and I'm reminded of a scripture, I have to have faith to speak that scripture and courage. But we hold forth light in a dark world and we give them an opportunity to repent and be saved by the word of God that we share with them. Here is an example. I was visiting my mother when she was about 75 years old. I opened the cabinet door and there I noticed a set of horoscope mugs. And I had given those mugs to my mother before I was born again because my mother had always loved horoscopes. When I was a child, we would go to the drugstore and my mother would buy the monthly horoscope magazine. And she would read to me my daily horoscope before I went off to school. She'd always loved horoscopes. I'm standing there before those mugs. I take a garbage bag. I put the mugs, begin putting the mugs in the garbage bag. And when she saw what I was doing, she recognized immediately that I was going to take those mugs away. And she said, no, what are you doing? I I want to keep those. You gave those to me. I did not say one word. I just kept filling the garbage bags with the horoscope mugs. I took it out to the alley immediately and broke the mugs against the dumpster. Then I threw them into the metal dumpster. I came back into the house and I didn't say a word. I went to the bedroom, got my Bible, came back and opened it to Deuteronomy chapter 18 and began reading these scriptures aloud to my mother. Starting at verse 9. When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you any one that maketh his son or daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer, for all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with 
the Lord thy God. I closed the Bible, and not a word was said at first. And then my mother said, Well, I guess we better not do this anymore. She accepted the word of God. She acknowledged the word of God. And she was born again at that moment. I went back home to Dallas, where I lived. My uncle wrote to me and said, Your mother has changed. She's really changed. That's what being born again is. You're changed immediately by God when you agree with the Word of God. When you hold the Word of God out to that person who's sitting in darkness, as the conversation develops and the door opens and the Holy Spirit reminds you of the Word of God, the Holy Spirit's there to do the work of God. The person might leave you, but the person might accept the word of God. I'm an apostle prophet, not an evangelist. But many times people have been born again as I have read the word of God to them. For the Holy Spirit was there to convict them of their sin, and they repented and accepted the truth of God. And in this case, Deuteronomy chapter 18 was used with my mother to cause her to see her sin and to turn from it and to accept the word of God. And that's the key to being born again. So we are as lights in a very dark world and we enter into a room and light enters into the room with us. And as the door opens with the conversation to share the Word of God and the Holy Spirit reminds us of the Word of God, we share it and let that light of God come forth. And those who accept that truth that we share will be born again and will be saved. Those who reject that truth will continue in darkness and will probably avoid us. But we share because God is in us and reminds us of the truth. And we are lights in a crooked nation and a very dark world. Thank you for letting me share this with you today.